When I was a teenager, I had a bad habit of listening to a song over and over again. Actually, that habit has never really gone away. To this day, if I get hooked on a particular song, I will play it over and over and over. <laughs> I will learn its lyrics, and once I know all of them, I'll continue to listen to it repeatedly until I've had my fill. And that can last for days and sometimes weeks. It just depends on the song and my mood. But I recently got rehooked on a song that I listened to when I was about 17. However, 40 years ago, listening to a song on repeat mode was not as easy as it is today. We did not have such sorcery as the internet where you could just constantly stream music. Which, by the way, is definitely the preferred method. I mean, I fucking love my repeat button on the Spotify playlist. But no, no, no. I grew up in the era of free FM radio, cassette tapes, and vinyl records. 33s, not 78s. I'm old, but I'm not that old. And to be fair, I had a shitload of 45s too. For those of you that I've already lost speaking about records, 33s, 45s, 78s, that refers to the revolutions per minute. So a 33 spun around the turntable 33 and a third times per minute, as opposed to a 78 that revolved 78 times. But so now that you're really lost, <laughs> ah, it was good times. But back in the day, if we found a song that we truly loved and wanted to record it on a cassette tape where we could rewind it over and over, the rewind button was our repeat button. <laughs> we would first have to listen to the FM radio for hours upon end with our cassette tape recorder prepped and ready, hoping that the DJ would play our song. And when it finally came on, we just had to hope that we weren't at work or in a car or at school or anywhere else that our cassette player wasn't, or else we'd just have to enjoy the song where we were at. But if we were lucky enough to be at home beside our cassette player when the DJ finally decided to play our song, we would hit the record button and sit very quietly as the song played. Because those of you who are familiar with this routine, you know that a cassette player would record any sounds, such as your dad hollering at you to do your chores, or your sister coming into your room, or the heater coming on, or the TV blaring in the next room. If none of that was happening, we would be holding our breath thinking, man, I'm finally gonna get this song recorded. Only to have the whole recording ruined, much to our chagrin, because the dang DJ would start talking before the end of the song. Damn it! Will you shut up, man? <sighs> okay, well, our next option, if we had enough money saved up from our crummy minimum wage job, was to go buy the vinyl record. Now, 45s were cheaper than 33s, but they didn't always have the song that I wanted on them. Therefore, I had to actually purchase the whole album, the LP or long play, hence the 33s. So what brought me to this podcast topic is the song Shangri-La from Electric Light Orchestra, or better known as ELO. Their album, A New World Record, was recorded in 1976. Then that was the year my parents would decide that a divorce was the best option for our family. <laughs> So, and since divorces can be pretty ugly subjects, I didn't really get into this song until about four years later. 
I started having this recurring dream with this song playing in the background. So I was forced to take my hard-earned savings from my babysitting jobs, my Kentucky Fried Chicken job, chore money, and actually purchase the LP because, of course, Shangri-La was not on a 45. But I got it home and finally I could listen to this song over and over again at my own leisure. Now, I was 17 at the time, and I know for a fact that I drove my dad crazy with this stupid habit. But to his honor, he never once complained to me. He must have known that I was in a good mood and nothing was going to bring me down, so he didn't even bother. I'm sure it was annoying, but it was probably just a typical teenager move at the time. Once in a while, I would find another song and repeat it for a good two weeks, but this song was one of my favorites, and I would go back to it time and time again. The problem was, it was a very long song, five minutes and 35 seconds, and I actually hated most of it. <laughs> I only liked, I mean loved, the portion at, at the song where it began at 347. And it, it's basically the ending, and that's the only part of the song that I liked. One minute and 48 seconds of pure bliss. So back in the day, I had a record player or a turntable or a stereo. It had lots of names, but this was how we would listen to our vinyl records. Now, most of my audience knows how a record player works. After I got tired of lifting up the record player's handle and trying to place it at exactly the spot where I thought the ending was going to start, you can't really tell where three minutes and 47 seconds on a piece of vinyl is. That technology wouldn't come along until CDs came out. Well, lucky for me, electronics were advancing, and I was now in possession of a tape recorder. Not a cool boombox tape recorder just yet. That would come much later when I had a real job. But I bought an old Salvation Army used tape recording machine, and it was good enough for what I needed at the time. I figured I could just record the ending of this song onto the cassette tape over and over and over again. Then I would be able to listen to my favorite part of this song without actually having to listen to the whole song. So I began the arduous task of recording the song at exactly three minutes, 47 seconds until the ending. The cassette tape that I was using had about 60 minutes worth of recording available. So I was able to record this one minute, 48 second ending a total of 27 times onto this cassette. And I thought surely that was sufficient amount of time to just listen to it over and over. And I was pleased with myself and I enjoyed that tape for a really, really long time. But alas, a problem became evident with this recording as the cassette player that I owned didn't automatically turn off at the end of a tape. Instead, it would just click, 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 click until I manually turned it off. And that was fine when I was awake and listening to it, but sometimes I'd listen to it as I was going to bed and I would eventually fall asleep only to be awoken by this stupid click, click, click of the cassette player. It was so annoying. So I took the remaining minutes left on this tape and recorded myself saying, Christy, wake up, turn off your recorder. Christy, wake up, turn off your recorder. <laughs> Jeez. How times have changed. Now I just hit the repeat button, set my timer, and go to bed. The point is, I am willing to go to great lengths to make myself happy. 
this whole process of re-recording a song, not even a song, a one minute, 48 second portion of a song, the process that I had to take just to be able to listen to this one part nonstop was a hefty project. It was tedious trying to find just the right groove to set the stereo needle back into. And again, if you don't know how vinyl records work, this must sound like gibberish to you. Technology is a wonderful thing, but in reality, sometimes I just miss listening to that scratch on my vinyl. <laughs> that being said, the ability to replay a particular song or even a portion of a song and set your timer is ridiculously easy nowadays. So this is where I find myself tonight. I realized that I had been listening to this song on repeat all day long. And as I finally sat down to record my podcast, I glanced at my list. I have a list on my refrigerator of 30 things that I'm passionate about. And my daily goal is to fill most of my days doing as many things that I can fit into that day. Today was a very productive day, starting with my yoga and meditation. Then I pulled a tarot card to see where I should focus my energy for the day. Reverse five of cups. How lucky for me. My difficulties will soon be overcome. <laughs> Good. I can definitely use this energy. Moving on with my day, I'm making a point of recording all of my calories that I consume since I've gained about 15 pounds during this lockdown. This is a good way for me to pay attention to what I'm putting into my mouth and why. <laughs> so I can begin to reverse the overeating trend that lockdown has created for me. Uh, I made some handmade toilet bombs for easy cleaning. Then I made some healthy oatmeal balls for consuming. I practiced my Portuguese. Then I went to the tennis courts to work on my serve and my backhand. I cried a few times for the loss of my dear cousin. I practiced my keyboard scales, but I did not practice my vocal scales because my boyfriend was home and I'm embarrassed at how bad my voice really is. So there's that. I sketched some dragonflies for a book I'm working on. I peeked at my newly planted potatoes to see if they had roots yet. I practiced learning the 195 countries in the world. I made my dinner and practiced my bartending skills by making us a drink with vermouth and raspberries. Ugh, our liquor cabinet is extremely low these days because, well, food is more important than alcohol, so it's just not a necessity. And vermouth is all we had. I worked on a painting that I've been uh, uh, avoiding. Basically, it's been staring at me for four days, and I made some pretty good progress on it tonight. I went outside, smoked a joint, then poured myself another glass of whatever this vermouth drink is. All the while, I've been playing this song over and over and over again, and that is the basis of why I want to record this podcast. The fact that this song is titled Shangri-La, which is basically a location that brings you happiness. Webster's Dictionary defines it as a remote, usually idyllic hideaway or a beautiful imaginary place where life approaches perfection, a utopia, if you will. And that is the point of this podcast episode. This one little aspect of life makes me happy. Music in general is a mood changer. Now, I didn't say it's a mood lifter. It can sometimes be that. It can also be depressing, lonely, 
eerie, exciting, inspiring, expressive, the list goes on and on. And when we find these little pockets of happiness, what makes us happy? They can sometimes be just the thing we need in the moment to move ahead. I reread the list of what I did today and I allowed myself to sit. I'm not a workaholic but like I once was. <laughs> and I find that I'm happiest when I make myself happy. In the end, we are all responsible for our own happiness. You hear him say it over and over, but my favorite saying about happiness comes from Buddha. Happiness does not depend on what you have or who you are. It solely relies on what you think. And I think I'm happy. I hope all of you are too. In this chaotic world, I'm wishing everyone peace and contentment. Thanks for listening to the FAM Podcast. I'm Christy Prettyman, signing off.